the name of the Father, and the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You may be seated. Fellow redeemed, the gospel for this day would make any business owner scratch his head. Here we see that a master of the house went out at multiple hours of the day to hire laborers for his vineyard. So far, so good, right? Nothing strange yet. And yet, it's at the end of the day that no matter how long or short a person worked, the owner paid each and every single one of them the same amount. Now, if you had this sort of generosity, your business would quickly go broke. Who would do such a crazy thing? Well, our God would, and he does. You've heard me mention uh, many times before that parables both hide and reveal truths that reveal the kingdom of God. In the parable of the vineyard owner reveals a truth that's near and dear to our hearts as Lutherans. And that is, salvation is by God's grace alone. The undeserved love of God for Christ's sake. The vineyard owner is none other than Jesus himself. In desiring all to be saved from sin and its punishment of death, he's the one that goes out into the marketplace of this world, and through the proclamation of his crucifixion, of his death and resurrection, you've been brought into the vineyard of his church. Maybe you were brought in early in the day, having been baptized as an infant. Maybe through the first part of your life, you stood idly by, indulging in the passions of the flesh. However, by God's grace, you were brought into the vineyard later in the day. Maybe you, or you know someone like this, was that worker who was brought in at the 11th hour, like the thief on the cross. No matter the case, Jesus is the one who sought you. He's the one who found you dead in your sin. And through the proclamation of the gospel, you were graciously brought into his vineyard. That is the church. This salvation, this life that you have been given, isn't by your own works and strength. This salvation and life is given to you by God's grace. Alone. Think of what we just saying. Salvation unto us has come by God's free grace and favor. Good works cannot avert our doom. They help and save us never. Faith looks to Jesus Christ alone, who did for all the world atone. He is our one Redeemer. We're saved by grace alone. And yet, grace always produces in us the desire to do good works. Good works are necessary in that they follow faith. They follow God's grace. Consider what happened to the people in the parable. Once they were graciously brought into the vineyard, they didn't sit around. 
They worked. So it is for us Christians. Consider what Jesus says. A healthy tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor a diseased tree bear good fruit. Consider what St. James wrote. Be doers of the word and not hearers only. This means that upon hearing and trusting God's word, we live out our faith in what we think, in what we do, in what we say. And we see this truth as so important, we put these words on the back of our sanctuary. Salvation is a gift of God's grace, and so it is a privilege to work in his vineyard. And as the vineyard owner would have given the workers various tasks of planting, of watering, of hoeing, or pruning, likewise, God gives us various vocations, various stations in life. Preachers, hearers, government officers or citizens, husband or wife, son or daughter, employer, employee. The God who justified you, who declares you righteous for Christ's sake, is the one who works in you. Through him you learn to love. You love God, trusting him, praying to him, delighting in his word. Through God you love those around you, those you work with, those you live with. And by his grace... We serve our neighbor with the gifts that God has given us. And this work is to be a joy, a delight, not a burden. While the parable proclaims we're saved by grace alone, and that the works that flow from it, it also reveals two dangers. That it could leave one outside the Lord's vineyard. The first is seen with the workers who came into the vineyard at the first hour. Jesus says this, When evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his foreman, Call the laborers and pay them their wages, beginning with the last up to the first. And when those hired about the eleventh hour came, each of them received a denarius. Now when those hired first came, they thought they would receive more, but each of them also received a denarius. Having lost sight of the graciousness of the owner, these workers grumble. Having bore the burden of the day and the scorching heat, they demanded equal pay for equal work. Having seen themselves as superior to their fellow workers, they were angry that the owner would make them equal to those other people. Now compare this group to those who were outside the vineyard. These individuals stood idle in the marketplace. As a result, this group appears to be different from those who worked in the vineyard, that bore the burden of the sun, and yet in many ways, they're not. Idleness, the idleness of the second group, characterizes life in this world, indulging in the selfish pleasures No one loves the neighbor, and neither do they lift a finger for the other. Idleness is nothing other than gratifying the desires of the sinful flesh. 
Ultimately, like the first group, these individuals focus on their sinful wants and desires. Fellow redeemed, how do you see the work that God has given to you? Do you see it as a joy? Or do you see it as a burden to where you grumble, complain? Do you have your eyes set on Jesus? Do you have your eyes set on your fellow workers, judging, comparing your work to theirs? Are you busy in the Lord's work? That is, loving God, loving your neighbor? Or are you busy in the work that focuses upon your wants, your desires? Ultimately, the self-righteous pride of comparing yourselves to other workers has no place in the vineyard of Christ's church. And neither does indulging in the selfish pleasures of life. In fact, these things only leave you outside of the church. As the old Adam in us looks to our wants, our needs, instead of our neighbors, each and every single one of us would do well to repent. We would repent and see our desperate need for God's grace. Apart from Jesus, we would receive no good thing in this life or in the life to come. And it's apparent from the parable. If there was no vineyard owner, if there there would be no vineyard, no work, and no money. Jesus is the source of everything that you are and everything that you do. From the forgiveness of sins and the eternal salvation that he gives to you, all the way to the gifts in this life. Your family, friends, children, your work, your talents, possessions. All of these things are gifts from God out of pure grace. You didn't do anything to deserve them. In fact, because of sin, you deserve no good thing in this life. Or in the life to come. Yet despite of sin, God is good and merciful and gracious. And do you know why? It's because of Jesus. If there was ever anyone who had a right to complain, it was Jesus. It's not fair that he should bear our sin, being the sinless one. It's not fair that the Lord of life should bear our death, die in our place. And yet, in love, he did so willingly. He didn't seek equal pay for equal labor. He seeks to give you what's his. His righteousness, his forgiveness, his life to those who crucified him. He humbled himself to the lowest point so that you could be exalted in the presence of God. And in all of this, he didn't grumble. Your salvation was his greatest joy and delight. Nothing pleased him more, and he did it without counting the cost. Oh, redeemed, you have every reason to rejoice. You're saved By grace alone, through his word and sacraments, God has brought you into his vineyard, into his 
church in the forgiveness, in the life, in the salvation that comes with it. He gives it to you freely. You don't have to pay for it. Go ahead. Take it. He paid for it with his precious blood. And while there's certainly work to do in the Lord's vineyard, it all flows from faith in the grace of God. You're freed. He's freed you from the burden of your sin so that you may live and love and serve your neighbor. That is, anyone who comes across your path, your family, your friends, your co-workers, your classmate, the people sitting in these pews. He's freed you from the burden of your sin so that you may forgive those around you as you have fully been forgiven. It's just like we sing. Faith clings to Jesus' cross alone and rests in Him unceasing. And by its fruit, true faith is known with love and hope increasing. For faith alone can justify. Works serve our neighbor and supply the proof that faith is living. And then, when evening comes, that is, the last day, and the wages are paid, you'll rejoice eternally in the Master's generosity. He makes you all equal, joining you to the one who bore the burden of the day of judgment for you. God be praised. Amen. And may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord.